Welcome to the Roll for Combat Actual Play Podcast, where our intrepid adventurers are playing through the Pathfinder adventure, The Fall of Plaguestone. Join us every week as our daring adventurers face treacherous monsters and deadly obstacles on their quest to save a town from utter destruction. Lead on, listener. Your quest awaits. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat, The Fall of Plaguestone. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker, and in this week's episode, well, you can probably guess what this one's about since it's called The Legend of Old Woody. It's a Brixley episode, where we're going to be checking back with the Church of Cain Kinlin and find out what's going on there. I imagine there's going to be a lot of partying, a lot of drinking, and a lot of passing out. I think you're going to enjoy it. So one thing about Old Woody I think I mentioned before... Old Woody shows up in many adventures that I run. It's just something that kind of came about, and it's almost like a nemesis, but it's an item. It's just something that's sort of, you know, use your imagination as kind of the worst drink imaginable, the worst drink possible. And one thing we actually mention in the episode is that there's this old Looney Tunes cartoon where someone has to drink the deadliest drink possible, and it's exactly what I pictured Old Woody to be. So if you want to know what Old Woody looks like, what you need to do is go to YouTube, type in Looney Tunes Drip Along Daffy, and you will find this cartoon where they make this drink that is beyond deadly. It is just, it's too much to describe. It's actually impossible to describe. When you see this video, that is what Old Woody is. It is this drink that requires like blast gear to assemble it goes on the bar anything that touches it either runs away screaming or dissolves instantly it is just too much and that's old woody and old woody is going to continuously show up on many campaigns in the future so if you guys continue to listen to roll for combat i'll continuously have easter eggs where i sneak in you know pcs and items from past adventures all the time Feel free to steal Old Woody in your adventure. Just make sure you mention it came from me, as it's one of my favorites, and I like to bring it up every single time. And every time we bring it up, the legend seems to grow and grow of Old Woody. Anyhow, welcome to the last day of 2019. Hopefully you're having a good time, hopefully having a good year. Sit back, relax, enjoy this week's episode, and look for a whole bunch of new shows a whole bunch of new content, and even a new website, and some awesome contests next year on Roll for Combat. I'll see you next year. The Duke of Dirt has decided to move along with Nolia, Proofrost Hammer, Celeste, King of Turnips, sorry, Celeste, Queen of Turnips, uh-huh. and Brixley. Brixley's just the drunk. I clearly need a better I need, I need a better marketing strategy than the drunk. Jason McDonald is playing Brixley Silverthorn, the gnome champion liberator. You walk back through the areas and already you can see even though you just killed off a little bit of the blight, perhaps maybe it's just your imagination, but you feel like the air has been lifted like it's slowly, oh so slowly getting a little bit closer to life returning as you're walking back brixley notices something that's when brixley goes yeah what do i notice is it an iris yes is it an an eyeball 
Yes, it is. It's two eyeballs. And those eyeballs are on fire. Fire? You notice way back, keeping its distance, but slowly following you, is the fire kitty. Way in the back. We have friend? It's it's keeping its distance, but Brixley notices it. No one else really notices it, including Nolia, which is a little odd, because you know she is like one with the forest. And including the prince of poppies, he doesn't notice it either. But only Brooksley notices. As we're going, I'm I'm gonna try I'm gonna try to like leave little pieces of like rash trail ration for it. Sure. Beef jerky or whatever, turnip jerky. Sure. You think you uh you don't know if uh she's been if the cat's been eating it, but you're assuming. And uh as you walk towards town you you catch little glimpses of the cat like following you throughout the I think it's like a three hour journey, so the next three hours of walking you you notice the cat you get back to town and once you reach sort of the the separation of forest and town you don't see the cat anymore but when you get to town it's around lunchtime and things seem to have gotten closer to normalcy now it has been a week and a half since bort's murder what do you do it's us on lunch Rob Tremarco is playing Cade Thistlerot, the halfling rogue thief. Yeah, I think food is definitely in order. Lauren Sieg is playing Prue Frosthammer, the half-orc spirit barbarian. I have some business to take care of at the at my burgeoning church. Oh, that's right, the church. A, I gotta check and see how they're doing, and B, I have, as one of my abilities when I level, I have to have a bit of a chat with my god true so i'll have you go to your church and you go to the church and metamon is there with abadar his son and they are doing god's work the place is looking really really good most importantly the brewery is coming along nicely where sure enough you see tamil's there helping showing how to brew the purple stuff Red Power and Old Woody. Yes. Edamon sees you walk in and he's they're all excited. They're like, there he is. There he is. How are you, sir? How how are things? Uh, we were so worried about you going off into the forest like that. Uh, we're so glad you came back. Look, we've done so much work and look at the brewery. It's coming along nicely. It's very fitting, and I believe if Caden Colleen could come here, he would gladly sit and have several drinks with us at this fine, fine establishment. And we have hopefully taken care of some of the problems that are plaguing this town, as we have found one of the sources of the corruption and neutralized it. So, we do need I do need your help. As one of the first official acts of this church... I am I am required to make a uh, make a make a renewed pact with Caden and achieve a divine bond. They they seem very confused. They're like, "Tell us more." As a servant of Caden Colleen, when you reach certain strength in the in your faith, you are able are bestowed a gift. And I I have feel I feel like I am ready to make that make that leap and have that offering to Caden Colleen. And said, I would like to do that here. 
which will require it, it, it probably will even require a dose of old woody as the strong as only the strongest wow. spirits will impress him oh my lord <laughs> they look at you and they say why don't you make it a flight <laughs> perhaps a purple old woody <laughs> right a flight <laughs> It's like purple stuff, red power, and old Woody. That should you know put what? You know what, Metabon? I love how you think. So let's let's do that. Oh my God! You might not wake up for a week. Okay, they uh, they're they're uh, they're looking at Tamil. Tamil's like like a little worried because she's she's like uh huh. She's thinking about it. She's like, well, it'll either kill you. Or knock you out. Or both. I guess we'll find out. Well, I could almost say for certain that Caden will be impressed by my resolve. Okay. They're wondering, are you sure? Are you sure you want to go through with this? I mean, I I think the purple stuff. I was kind of joking when I when I said that. It's I was the, thinking... it's the only way to it's the <laughs> only way to grow stronger in the faith. It's the wow. only way. Oh my lord! He's the most powerful drinker I've ever seen. I want to, and I want to be a good example to all of you as well. How is yes. this setting a good example? Setting a good example. Gather the children. Shush, shush. <laughs> I mean, this is an event. Vanessa Hoskins is playing Celeste Carvasalon, the human angelic sorcerer. So, do you want to do a flight, or are you going to actually combine it into one drink? I think do we'll a, do, the, do a flight. A I flight. think we'll it's do more a flight. Classy. We want to be, be classy. We don't want to just mix it in a bucket. <laughs> okay. It's not like you're doing wake-up juice or something from back exactly. to the future. Also, then there's this, like, building suspense as you try the different forms of alcohol. You have to work your way up to Old Woody. Oh, Old Woody. Old Woody. Yeah, Old Woody's the finisher. Old Woody. Old Woody's Old the, Woody uh, is Mariano Rivera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that will that will put you out and then some. Okay. Well, she sets up the flight, sure enough. And sure enough, purple stuff, red power, and old Woody. And sure enough, when old Woody is poured out, as you've known and seen this before, it's actually eating through the glass a little bit and the table. And the drops that fell, spilled on the floor. And the stone. What's it stored in? It's stored... My stomach. In wood. It's it's a weird alchemical brew. Because it eats through everything except wood. Do, does it eat through your stomach? It eats through everything except wood. Don't, don't. This is not something you're supposed to drink. <laughs> what is this, like a leshy liquor? There's a, a story about old Woody. It's and pine saw. I don't I'm think gonna go with the, I'm going to go this. with the Montgomery Scott. It's green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's um it, it's pretty potent. It's 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 not even just potent. It's it's it could probably be turned into a weapon. Um the actual brewing kettles, they're all wood. And they're all moss covered on top of that. It's not just that it's in wood. It's in like wood with lots of warps and knots and green algae covering it. Anyhow, the purple stuff. Actually, I described these. I don't remember crap. I don't remember the description I had for each of these. I know how old Woody tastes, but I don't know about the other two. I kind of forget. First two I remember being pretty tasty. 
Okay, I think the first two, you have purple stuff. You knock back the purple stuff. Well, first of all, what is your toast? You tell me what this uh, ritual entails. She sets up the flight. It's all ready to go. She looks at you and says, yeah, you know what we need to do? She looks at Metamon and says, we need to make wooden cups for old Woody because it's going to eat through that glass in a few minutes. All right. I, I raised the red I raised the red juice. And I say Ooh, red power. The red power. I, to the to the good townspeople who've plague stone who have made this shrine to you possible. I drink the red juice. The red power. Ooh. So you, you drink the red power and you feel as if you might have even gained some hit points, maybe gained a little bit of fortitudeness. And you feel as if Caden K. Lynn is smiling down on you. And off in the distance, you think you hear a growl, almost a cry, almost like a wolf or a panther or a leopard, if you will. And then I get the purple drink and I say to the battles that we have fought in your name, bringing freedom to the world. And I knock, and I knock down the purple drink. Wow. So you, you knock down the purple drink. And sure enough, you definitely feel your fortitude strengthened. Almost as if Caden Kalin himself is giving you his divine assistance in conquering old Woody. And I grab old Woody and I say, in honor of my fu- continuing and future service to you and to the people of this world, I ask for your divine blessing and gift. And I knocked out old Woody. Wow. So you knock down old Woody and a couple pieces of uh, dissolved glass might go with it. And you're expecting the standard punch to, oh, I don't know, your soul that old Woody would normally do. But instead, something really strange happens. You feel a glow as if almost you yourself are on fire. But you're pretty sure that you're not really on fire. You can't tell. It feels like you're on fire, but the pain isn't necessarily something that's uncomfortable. It's almost like a warm fire, almost like when you have really hot soup on a cold day. It's not something you're uncomfortable with, and it feels like it goes through your entire body. And you don't even need to make a fortitude save. You don't even feel like you're going to get, oh, I don't know, knock out drunk for a couple of weeks. You feel as if old Woody has infused you with something new, something you weren't expecting. What a nice ritual. And you hear in your head, you think you hear in your head a voice asking you what you request. I ask you, this is the sort of thing you come up with when you've had three of these powerful drinks in a row. I ask you for a noble, a unique, a bold steed. One that cannot be found anywhere else that would honor you and your and my service to you. The cat of fire. I wish to I wish to <gasps> bond with it. Oh. Oh god, this is so good. Wait, what? Well, one of my choices for divine blessing is divine steed. You think you hear in your mind Caden Kinlin laughing and saying <laughs> a bold choice granted my son and sure enough you hear a growl and it's coming closer and closer and outside you hear pawing at the door i say throw open the doors my steed has arrived (laughs) this is so much 
<laughs> I will open the door. I will throw open. I was the actually doors. saying it to Metamon and Elfric or whatever my my religious assistants. But you can oh, throw, yeah, you, you can throw the doors open too if you want. I definitely want to be here for your ceremony. I throw them open. Okay, you throw open the doors and you're hit in the face with a blast of heat. And sure enough, it's the leopard on fire. And it sort of just growls at you, but it's not in a mean way. It's sort of like a like like a greeting. And it trounces in slowly, deliberately, going up to Brixley. And although it is on fire, it licks his hand, and Brixley does not feel the heat. He's able to touch and pet the cat without any issue. The rest of you, yes! <laughs> the rest of you, feel the heat. Like this thing is on fire. This thing is really on fire, but not the Brixley. That is so crazy. I'm looking around for like a bucket of water just in case the, the building sets on fire. I'm going for it. I'm going to try to mount him. Oh, really? He's the, he's the divine steed. That's right. He is the divine Let's steed. Let's do it. Now, he is, uh, you're small and the leopard is medium, so you would be able to mount him. And sure enough, you mount him and he looks up at you and seems to be fine with it. Almost as if he's like talking to someone, perhaps a god, if you will. And he just sort of gives you a little growl and then takes off. <laughs> Ride! <laughs> so, he, he, he takes off and he starts running around, and you realize that this is a leopard, and you are literally having to hang on for dear life because this thing can run really fast. <laughs> oh, and it's on fire. I'm totally okay with all this. Alright, I'm going to ride for a while, I guess. Hopefully not too far away. Hopefully I don't fall off and break my neck, but let's see where this goes. Woohoo! Uh, let's see. I'm just looking at it. Oh, actually, as a, as a steed, its speed is 20. So it's not running much faster than you normally run. Plus more you're of a trot. Of it. yeah. More of a trot. But, you know, sure enough, it's running through the, the area. It just sort of feels free. You feel like a connection to this beast, and although the fire is licking at you, you feel warm, and you obviously know that this is fire, and it's literally the divine will of Caden that you're not being burned alive, but and that um, ignores your equipment, and obviously you're going to have to keep this up. You might have to bring some of that old woody with you for a while, maybe make this a, a, a ritual. But, I think yeah. we could accommodate that. <laughs> so sure enough, you, you ride around town and people are like looking at you and people, ha some of the kids are, well, let's see, the adults are like, some of them are like scared. I mean, they know who you are by now, but they're also stunned. The kids that you see are all like whooping it up and screaming and they all want to pet the cat and they're all like yelling at Brixley. And here we have. A leopard on fire running through town with a foppish man in green overalls with purple hair and mustaches and silver sword. This is this is some sight, I tell you. This is I think people are wondering if they were drinking. I never seen anything like This is, a, LS, this is like a bad it. LSD trip. Oh, I think I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> and you come back. And when you come back um, into the, the the temple, Metamon and Abadar and even 
Tamil are like down on their knees and they are they're praying to Caden Killin because they, they see the power of this god and they are like they're saying we're gonna redouble our efforts we're we're gonna finish this place in in a matter of days right and they look at each other and they're nodding it's like we're not gonna stop I've seen the power of Caden Killin I always knew he was a, a warm and prosperous god but to gift you with such a steed it must mean that he is truly a, 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 a beneficial god, a god who sees the good in all and sees that everyone deserves a purpose, deserves something good in their lives. I I vow the rest of my life to the service of Caden Kalin. Menamon and Abadar both make this vow. And Tamil, she says, just like, I I never believed in Caden Kalin or any god, but if it means that I could brew my 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 liquors and ales here in Caden's name I will I will definitely lend him my prayers and everyone is uh they're all like totally praying to Caden and a little bit to a little bit to a little bit to Brew Brixley and definitely to the fire cat <laughs> this is awesome now we have a golden opportunity here to have a, a, a listeners contest to name the mount yep that needs to happen Okay. I was about to say, you need to have a name right now, which is Fiery Leopard. Let's see. Brixley Silverthorn. The, the problem being, problem being, we can't get a contest because the episode's not going to air for like a month. You could name it Flaming Woody. <laughs> That's a terrible name. That's okay. We can figure it out. Let me see what I can do. But it would be Brixley and usually pretty good at coming up with names, Jason. What's Brixley from? Is that from anything, or did you just make that up? Not really, no. I just was something that sounded gnomish, tinkery. I mean. Yeah, so Brixley gets a mount, and his mount is a fiery leopard. What are the rest of you guys got? Poop dagger. <laughs> <laughs> I got full plate. That's pretty cool. All I got was a reuniting with my former family, finding out that my entire family's doomed by some devil or demon or something. Oh, and also a renewed sense of purpose. And turnip lore. And turnip lore! I know all about turnips now. Cade is the prince of poppies. Vegetation. The the, vi the viscount of vegetation. It has to be alliterative. I know. I've decided. The baron of balsa. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Be the Prince of Pines. There we go. The Prince of Pines. Yes! I like Prince of Poppies. The Master of the Mellyberries. Mm -hmm. Master of Mold. Master uh, Mold. That's more of an underground uh, thing. Not my, not my jam. The Duke of Dogwood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are we just going to go through the alphabet? We'll get every single yes. letter. Yes. Every we'll letter be. will be taken. Homework. Homework. Come up with all of the royal titles and match it up. To some sort of forest reference. I almost feel bad for Prue. All she got was a plus one sword. All she got. Nah, I'm doing fine. I have no complaints. She rages and can't die right away. Yeah, I'm the tankiest. That's true. Okay, so as we're getting close to the end of the adventure, Celeste has awesome powers and is doomed to spend eternity in hell unless she can figure out a way out of that. Brixley mm -hmm. has fiery leopard mount. Cade is the king of kale. K 
Kale, the King of Kale, and Prue can't die and has a plus one Warhammer. Don't don't jinx me. Don't don't put that on me. You only get to use that once Warf- a day. Don't forget Warflail. Well, that yeah. plus one Warflail. Sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah, you only get to use the Orc Ferocity once a day. So yeah, but like that one time that you use it was the time you really needed it. That's true. That's when you get critted for like more than your entire hit points and you die instantly. Again. Well, you haven't died instantly, otherwise we wouldn't be talking about Prue. We'd be talking You have about... crit me for my max for more than my max hit points before though. I have? I thought that Yeah, you, you did instantly. it in the Hallowed fight with a crossbow trap. Oh, that's right. Well, you're still alive. For now. Anyhow, what else would you like to do in town? You have all those alchemical potions, you have the rest of the notes you have the map. There's a lot of things you can be doing. What do you want to do? You yeah, want to I'll sit down with um, another person who knows Orcish to go through the notes faster? Me and Tamley, perhaps? Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Should be happy to do it with you, if you wish. Yeah, I've got a lot of homework, because I need to do that, and I need to start identifying all those potions. It only takes ten minutes per potion. Okay. Sorry, now I'm starting to try to think of names. I know, it's hard to come up with names. Gotta like it's like it's like um, Sunny and Cher, or uh, you come up with something that rhymes or like flows. Bricks well, I mean, there's, I mean, or you know, there's just to come up with some sort of suitable fantasy name type thing, or there's like the you know kind of flame kenning type thing, you know. You'll definitely get looks, and people will remember your name. Between your garish clothing and a fiery leopard, you can go into the entertainment industry. As an initial first pass, I was kind of thinking about Emberclaw. That's cool. Uh, I posted the uh, a scene from Bugs Bunny. I love that. I love that scene. That's like one of my favorite. I used to watch those all the time when I was a kid. I loved that part of that episode. I would like, I would like, I'd like Trip to Europe. That's so good. Like, and I hate you. So many good lines came from that one scene. I love just the way it's animated, the like the whole concept. That's exactly what I was thinking about with old Woody. Like that's old Woody. <laughs> old Woody is a Looney Tunes drink. That's fantastic. Definitely made me think of it immediately when you mentioned it. Old Woody has been around in many a campaign, and it's always chasing characters who drinks it. It's true. Is Kent's storyline finished? I feel like I barely did anything with him, and he's just all ready for being chummy and playing cards. I was just curious because I didn't know if some of them were more involved than others. It kind of felt like it. Well, yours was more involved and it actually had a quest and things to do and you got a plus one weapon, which is pretty good. Oh, that's true. That was the result of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I kind of I kind of folded in my leveling benefit to make this thing happen. So Yeah, but it was it was epic. That was very cool. I was on the edge of my seat. Really? Could have also been an animal companion, <clears throat> Cade, if you wanted, but... No, I I stab alone. Probably would be like, I'm sneaking in, oh so right. carefully, oh so quietly, except for this huge cat behind me that's on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a beacon <laughs> of Ignore light. the giant cat that's on fire. <laughs> well, it is true. I mean, I'm sort of skimming the combat for, like, animal combat type things and the general special ability special ability for cats is a stealth attack which that's that's not gonna work 
Have you? Are you gonna actually write it into combat and use like the mount rules? I, I have to read the combat rules to see how. I, I, my first kind of real quick skim of them made it sound like it wasn't gonna be that much more powerful than just. It doesn't I have seem stats like... for the cat. It's a real cat. It exists. Here, I give it to you. The, it should be pretty simple. If it works like other animal companions, all you do is spend one action to give it two actions. That is the fiery leopard. It's immune to fire. This is a hoss animal. I like it. He's my friend. Mount. You move on to the creature See, and now I don't, don't want to put you out. I hope we use these characters again because I don't want to put you out so close to the adventure, but the artwork of the uh, Brixley on the cat would be, would be pretty impressive. <laughs> it is pretty insane. It needs to be on the side of a van. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, it specifically is animal companion rules. So that I think it, it should get some more hit points, too. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll put it through all this stuff. It gets a little beefier than this. That is so cool. That that is a re- well done, and hats off to ye for thinking of it. I mean, at first I was just gonna do a sword, like you know, because you know, divine blade or whatever. Okay, cool. But then I was like thinking about it. I'm like, and actually, I kind of backed into it by accident because my first idea was, you know, I saw that like you could take the ancestry feat as your general feat and i saw the one that lets you take on a familiar and i said can it be a familiar and it's like no because it's not a tiny animal but then i was looking a little further i'm like "Ooh, divine steed on the other hand that's like i don't know how i'd ride a cat that's on fire but could i make that my steed and so i asked steve and he's like well maybe <laughs> but you have to do this so that you have to do Put nature in to even have a chance of training it or whatever. You know what? Done. <laughs> we need to get you a fire resistant saddle. Well, that was my other option. I was going to ask Metamon if he could make like a fire resistant saddle or something, or or if I could somehow get somebody to craft a ring of fire resistance or something. I mean, I was I was prepared to even like have it play it as long game over a couple levels if I had to. I mean, of course, the other the silly choice for the cat's name would be Babu, the ocelot from Archer. <laughs> That I mean, no one would know that one. That's not true. Actually, a lot of people listen to Archer or watch Archer. Name no, it after no, I don't a drink. want to be. Compl- I don't want to be completely silly though. Name it after alcohol. Like name it whiskey or something. Fireball. There you go. That's actually not a bad name. Fireball. Firebolt. If it's fast. Yeah, fire that's true. Fire, it's a fire claw. <laughs> fire, fire claw. Fire paw. Fire, fire, <laughs> fire fang. paw. Fire fang. Fire fang. That's not bad. I think the word fire flame, will be in the fang. name. Poor flame. Name it Ignis. It better be. Ignis is almost too on the nose. Too on the nose? Okay. Just ooh. Ember? Ember. Ember's cute. I like Ember. It's like a cute name. It's a little cutesy, but it's, you know, Brixley's kind of a cutesy gnome. So. Yeah, I think, I think Ember's great. Brixley and Ember. I'm willing to go with it. <laughs> fire. What was the other one? I kind of like the other ones. Maybe those are too manly, too muscular. Fire fang. Yeah. Fire but, fang. Or flame flame fang or flame tail. Hot paw. <laughs> hot pocket. I like well, it. Since it's a leopard, hot spot. <laughs> hot spot. Yeah, these are getting away. I think Ember's your best one. I kind of like Ember. It's sort of suave and stylish or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's to the point. Okay. Do you look at the cat and say, 
Your name is Ember. I believe I'm going with Ember. You know what? I, I got a good feeling about that name. Hey, little buddy, you're going to need a name. How about Ember? Cat just sort of looks at you and just sort of purrs a little, licking you and looking for more food. That's true. We do have to Don't feed, feed it turnips. Little, do we not do have feed, to feed it this little guy. So, and no, we're not going to get all drunk and give the cat old Woody. <laughs> we're, we're not, Felines are all the carnivores that, that has to eat meat. I guess, yeah, I'll go scout out some meat for the cat. So, with that, so Brixley and Ember are off looking for food and bonding. Cade. On the other hand, has uh, something happening to him. Uh-oh, what? Maybe it's innocuous. Maybe you just have to train that little girl. Oh, yeah. That doesn't sound like it's just train that little girl. As you're walking through town, Parry shows up. You're a little devotee, Cade. And she sees you in town. And she comes up to you and says... Hey, Cade! Hey, Cade! Check this out! And she, like, does one of those little, like, dance routines that you've been teaching her. And she's, like... Right. Like, one of those little forms, those weapon forms with the dancing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's just doing it, like, with her hands, though. She doesn't actually have any weapons, but you can tell she's still training. Excellent. That's looking good. Oh, I, I know you were away before. Can, can we train tonight? We can. I'm back. Oh, good. How how long are you going to be here for? I feel like I feel like I need another couple of weeks before I I really got the hang of it. What 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 do you, what do you think we can do? What uh, and 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 then and then can I go with you? Like, what, I, I want to get out of this place. What what are your plans? Once once we clear up what's happening in this town, maybe we can talk about it. But you should train first. Like, don't you know? Don't go. You don't want to like just throw you into the fire. You know, like you want to. You know, someone has to stay here to make sure the town stays safe after we clear out whatever whatever needs clearing. You know what I mean? She looks kind of depressed. She's like, oh, she's like, I know, but I, I want to I wanna leave this place. I want to I wanna go on adventures. Well, you know, you can start out, you know, once you're, you know, at a good base level, maybe the, you know, the, the caravan goes back and forth. You can definitely help the caravan now protect it, go back and forth between town and, and cities. Hmm, she's thinking about that. She's like, that's not a bad idea, because maybe Mom wouldn't even let me do that. That's that's a pretty good idea. Maybe I can help out the caravan, learn learn a trade, maybe, and maybe she would actually let me go. Yeah, you would certainly learn more than just how to fight. You'd learn the ways of, of travel and, and, and commerce and trading, and maybe even learn how to make things. Hmm. Okay, well, right now I just want to know how to, I know how to fight. I'd be like you. Yeah, yeah. Let's fight later. Oh, great, great. She's like, okay, I gotta go. I gotta go run some errands, but I'll see you tonight. See you tonight. She runs off. So, Prue, do you want to spend a little bit of time trying to figure out what the heck you got here with all them potions and stuff? For sure. For sure, not too sure, not six sure, not even three sure. It is for sure. I'm going to go over each of these potions. Oh, boy. Now, I do the roll, and you are now level three, and you have the plus one goggles of goofiness. So what is your alchemy check? I'll have you know, I think they look quite stunning on me. It is a plus six. Plus six 
out. Is that including the plus one for the goggles? That does. What's your crafting? It must have gone up because you went up a level. Uh, so my crafting is plus five without the goggles. So it's plus six with them. I don't have uh, my int. My int is plus zero. So all I get is proficiency bonus. Okay. All right. We'll go through the long list. There are, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen elixirs. Are you ready? Let's oh my! Do this. It might take a little while. I've got a pencil and some paper. Okay, I'm gonna give you a little bit of help on this one. You identify one right away, and you believe that's a lesser, a lesser acid flask. And there's three more that look very similar to it. You run those tests. Well, three of them, you are guessing, are lesser acid flasks. One of them you think might be inert. You're not even sure if it's going to work. But you uh, you do know for a fact the three of them look like lesser acid flasks. Can I like put a twig in it and like see it eats up the twig? The one that you weren't sure of? That yeah. That you think the, it's inert? The maybe inert one? Sure. You put a twig in it, and it starts to burn with acid. Oh, no, it's fine. I'll just throw it in the pool with the other acid flasks. Cool. You you don't understand why, because this one's like the coloration's different, and you thought it wouldn't work, but no, well, the acid... Sorry, the twig uh, started to dissolve, so huh, I guess you just had some faulty uh, litmus paper or something. I'll write down questionable acid flask. Right, so four acid flasks, one questionable. Ooh. Okay, you have four more that also appear to be identical. Two of them, you're positive. Well, one, you're 100% positive. It's lesser alchemist fire. It's another one, you're very sure it's lesser alchemist fire. Two of them, you think it could be lesser alchemist fire, but again, you're not sure if they are inert or will actually work. You, uh, you, you, it has the same coloration as the others and the same like bottling. You're thinking that these guys were smart enough to actually kind of bottle these so that they knew what they were by look, but you're not so sure if two of them will work. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hedge my bets and just keep them with the ones that I know will work and just assume that they work. I don't think you can test Alchemist Fire. Okay. All right, there's um, four more. And for the first time, you know what all four of those are. Those are lesser bottled lightning. How you bottle lightning? Not sure, but these will be lesser bottled lightning. It's cool. You throw them and explode in, well, lightning. All right, so so we've done three series of four. Okay. Yes. There's one series of three left. Those, you know what those are. Those are minor elixirs of life, which you've seen before. So those will help. Those will heal hit points. 1d6 hit points with a plus one. There was three of those? Three of those. Okay. And now one really weird potion. Let's see Hmm. if you can figure this one out. This one, you're a little stumped at first. Let's see what the roll is. What do you got? A plus six? 
Yeah. You fail to figure it out, but you can try again. Hmm. Does that mean you can do it again? Yeah, I'll clean my again. tools. I'll get out some new papers, and I'll 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 try it again. I'm gonna need you to start rolling better for me on these secret checks. Uh, this one, you believe, is a lesser elixir of life, and the lesser elixir of life will heal you three d six plus six hit points with a bonus of plus one. Pretty good. Do I have some certainty on that one, or am I kind of questionable about it? You can try to test it again, if you want. You think that's right? Yeah, I want to feel extra sure on these, since we're going to be drinking them. Okay. <laughs> you, you test it again. The second test... Sorry, the third test came out uh, inconclusive. But strangely, your first test was inconclusive. Your second test... You came up with a lesser elixir of life. Your third test was inconclusive. This is a frustrating potion. I'm but your fourth test is a lesser bomber's eye elixir. Okay. What on earth is that? Makes your eyeballs explode. It allows you to pinpoint your foes. For the next five minutes, your alchemical bomb strikes reduce... It, it basically will reduce the AC bonus to targets in cover by one. Okay. But it's just for bomb strikes. Yeah, but we just found a ton of bombs. That is correct. I'm thinking I'm going to give all of these to Cade and Celeste because those two are more frequently in the back lines than me or Bricks. If it's in one of these neat bandoliers, is it just one action to throw it or is it two? Well, for you, I believe it doesn't matter if it's... I don't know. Because like that's part of the alchemist thing, where they have an ability where they can pull it and throw it. I think even if it's mm. in a bandolier, I think it's still an action. Let me look that up. I think it's it's one action less because it's on the bandolier for drinking things and stuff. Or using like medicine to combat medic. You know, I'm not sure. Uh, in theory, the bandolier holds up to eight items of light bulk. And it is, it's usually used for alchemical items or potions. So I guess it would allow you to draw the tools as part of the action that requires it. But that's only for a set of tools. So it says here, okay, so Bandolier can be dedicated to a full set of tools, such as healer's tools, allowing you to draw the tools as part of the action that requires them. Okay, so you can't use it with potions then? I think you can use it for potions, but I think it is, you know, it doesn't say. I might have to ask Mark about this one. In fact, I probably should ask. Yeah, I'm going to ask Mark. Yeah, that's pertinent. It implies that they're easier to get the, out of your pouch, you know? It only specifically says tools, but I thought, yeah, but then I see the only reason I'm getting weirded with this is because the whole point of being an alchemist is that they have a feat that allows them to draw and throw, and if if that's taken away from them, then why would that exist? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think this might be a hole in the rules. I got to check with Mark. I'll ask him. I mean, it also means that, like, eventually alchemists will have more than a couple of potions to throw. And, you know, it won't matter where they are on them, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah, maybe that's it. Like, we need bandoliers. Alchemists don't. 
You know, I can't. I can't even answer. You know what? I can see it going either way. I'm just gonna ask him. I'm just gonna ask him. Find out once and for all. Okay. Um, cause yeah, I would take some of the non-fire bombs, just in case we come up with something that's you know immune to fire. So all together, you have four lesser acid acid flasks, four lesser alchemist fire, four bottle lightnings, three minor elixirs of life, and one either lesser elixir of life or lesser bomber's eye elixir. You don't know. We're giving that one decayed for <laughs> sure. Because by the time you'll be going into the back lines to use it, either version of that potion is going to be helpful. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you can put your finger in it. It's not like it burns off. It's not like it's like, it's not like, oh, okay, it's on fire or like arcing lightning or burning through my finger with acid. It's like, okay, it's, it's definitely some weird alchemical substance, but what it does, you're not sure. As for the stash of coins, again, you had 18 gold and 8 poop silver. You can probably find out if what the silver scales are worth or some of those chemical reagents, the small ones you found. You might need to talk to the caravan if you want to know what the large haul will get you. Yeah, um, Celeste will definitely talk to them about, uh, you know, we found some more alchemical reagents that we don't think the people of Veterans Poly would be that interested in. But if you'd like to purchase them, I'm sure you can find a place to sell them in Almas or wherever it is that you end up. Just need to borrow a card again to go fetch it all. I presume you're going to Temel. Mm -hmm. She looks over the list and she like raises an eyebrow and she's like, whoa, this is... This is a lot of stuff you have here. She says, yeah, this will this will have to be sold in Almas or some other large city. There's no way anyone around here is going to be able to use this. She looks at this. Yeah, she's... they've definitely been stockpiling a lot of these reagents. She's like, hmm. Hmm. Well, here's the thing. She looks at you and she's like, this is probably worth about 100 gold pieces or so. Small fortune, but I, I just don't have that type of money. So either, uh, oh sure, either you can come with us after, you know, we clear everything up here and we can figure something out, or I don't even think I have enough for trade. So I'm not sure how you might want to handle this, but this is definitely worth a fair amount. I'd be happy to bring it along and maybe just charge a small fee to help you sell it. But otherwise, it's your items. It's something you found, and I'd been, been happy to buy this off of you, but I just don't have the cash. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, um, if we could trade maybe some of it now for some things you have. We're looking to, well, go find Villery. She seems like she's just causing a whole bunch of trouble. And we were going to go after her. And if you have any of those, um, what were they, potency crystals? Those were useful. Healing potions. Anything like that that you think might be helpful in that fight. Hmm. She, like, thinks about it. She's like... I don't really know. I'd have to maybe go through some of Bort's personal supplies. He might have something like that. I uh, I hate to do that, as it's uh, it's his last uh, items, and I really don't want to desecrate them. But if it helps everyone, uh, I'll see what I can find that might be helpful in a fight. There's a lot of uh, equipment you got here. That's definitely worth quite a bit. I'll see what I can do. I I have to go through some of his his items. And, I know off the top of my head, I don't have anything like that, but... Well, sure. Um, well, we'll see about... I'll, I'll talk to my companions, and we'll see about 
arranging something for you to sell this in a larger city. And the next time, you know, either we'll be with you and, and take a cut or the next time, uh, next time you're back here, you know, whichever one works. Okay. Okay. So do you have anything else you want me to take a look at? Not personally. Oh, I thought you had the silver scales and the alchemical reagents. Oh, I thought that's what we just talked about. Is that not what we just talked nope. about? They were talking uh, about the big hall. The big hall. The big hall is 100 gold. These are just mm. two small items. Sure. Uh, there's silver scales and these other things. The silver scale she looks at and sort of like bites it a little. Like you would like a gold nugget. She's like, ooh, this is a fine set of silver scales. Ooh, this is... This is awfully nice, and she's like, this is excellent, excellent quality. Masterwork, if you will. It's probably worth about 30 gold pieces. Not sure I could buy it from you today, but definitely in a oh, larger sure. city we can be able to sell this no problem. And then the smaller alchemical reagents, the ones that you actually were able to bring back with you, she's like, oh yeah, this is definitely about maybe 20 gold pieces worth. You, you're finding quite a haul there. It's almost 150 gold pieces. This, this is a fortune. This is more than I've made in oh, several months of uh, caravan hauling. Maybe I should go into adventuring. Well, as I said, we'll have to come up with a bit of a business arrangement, but I I think we can all come out on top on this. The town of Veterans Folly will be a bit safer, and you know we'll all be a little little heavier in the pockets. Sure, sure. This, this is mighty impressive. Uh, yeah, that was Etrin Folly. They they really want nothing to do with alchemical reagents or equipment. I doubt you'd be able to sell any of this there. And as I said, I, I've given up uh, all the gold that I had that was spare. So I'll have to see what I can either do in trade or we'll just, you know, after we finish this caravan ride, sell it there. Sure, and I'll hold on to the scales for now since they are worth quite a bit and relatively portable. Sure, sure, sure. And then finally, she looks at you and she says, Oh, so I found an interesting passage. I was going through a part of the notes that Prue gave me, and I uh, thought you might want to know about this part here. Oh, what is it? She pulls out an entry. She points it to you in Orcish, so of course you don't know what she's saying, but she says, I noticed this unusual entry. It's from about three years ago, and here it says, that Villery commanded the orcs to capture a human. And this person was placed in a covered pit in the woods and exposed to something that the sculptor referred to as a Vidian vapor. The last note of this experiment reads, and I quote, The human died in agony in less than a day. We burned his body and filled in the pit as instructed. Thought you might want to know about that. Yes, that's that's quite disturbing. Hmm. Otherwise, the rest of these notes seem to sort of follow the same pattern as the rest of them. Goes through his experiments, his results. It's pretty much standard scientific methods. I sort of do the same thing when I'm brewing, only this is more horrific. This is dealing with the torture mm. of people and animals. Does it say anything more about this Vidian Vapor or who it was that died specifically? No, it doesn't. But it uh, it seemed like they were pretty excited about this aspect. I can see that it was done in a larger hand. And sure enough, you can see like the handwriting is like a little bit larger. 
and looks like it was almost rushed, like it was written out a little faster than the rest of it. So either the, they were in a rush or he was really excited when he wrote this out. Hmm. Does it say where this took place? Cover pit in the woods. Yeah, from years ago, we'll never find it. Yeah, it's from three years ago. Unless we did find it. Unless that's the acid pit. Hmm, that's true. Well, you've given us a lot of good information. I, I thank you so much. You've been very useful. Very helpful. Well, you just you just see you bring her to justice. The Borta, he deserves to have his killer brought to justice. And all signs point to this villary. I'll be happy when she's dead. Yes, she does seem like quite the fiend, doesn't she? Yeah, she's obviously been planning something for quite some time. This isn't some small scheme. This is something she's been planning for years with multiple layers, hundreds of gold pieces worth of equipment. There's something horrific going on. I think it's going to be really bad. I think you need to get to the bottom of this as soon as possible. Oh, I certainly agree. I hate to think what would happen to this town if we took no action. We'll just have to... Well, we'll have to bring the fight to her, sooner rather than later. Again, thank you for all your help. Once we get everything transported back here, we'll, we'll place it under your care, and and we appreciate you helping us sell it. None of us really are merchants, so... Sure, sure. It's the least I can do, considering you've been risking your lives for someone you just met and, and not just Bort but us as well well it, it just seems like the right thing to do well you're good people I can see uh, see why you all got along so well you, you're all good people oh thank you I, I think you're a good person too oh I don't know about that I try to do good deeds and just leave a simple life and you know just really Delivering items to people in need throughout this land. It's not much, but something that uh, needs to get done. Well, it's a its a good service to the various communities so they can get the goods that they need. So you should be proud of yourself. Oh, thank you. That's nice of you. Here, and she pulls out a little, little, uh, little swig, a little, uh, a little token. She's like, here, uh, have some of the purple stuff on me. Oh, <laughs> uh... Uh, oh, oh, Drink thank it. You. No, she definitely accepts it. Uh, reluctantly, but she accepts it. So she drank it? Sure, she'll take a little sip. <laughs> Celeste drinks it. And Celeste is... Uh, she's learning all about the wide world. I tell you, this has been very eye-opening between demonology and turnipology. And now purpleology. She feels like she's getting punched in the face... But she doesn't necessarily not like it. It's sort of a fun punch. Right, like you do. Well, you know how it is when you drink something really strong. <laughs> wow, that is, um, that's got quite the kick, doesn't it? It's like, ah, you keep drinking that and soon you'll be able to breathe fire. Just like a real sorceress dragon, right? Oh, <laughs> I suppose that would be a neat trick. I don't know if I need to drink all of this, though. It's purple. What's in it? Oh, that's a trade secret. But I'll tell you something I make it out of. And she, like, pulls out, like, a root. And the root's, like, like a bluish purple. She's like, this root, I kind of find it, like, 
along the way. I'm not a botanist or anything. I'm not exactly sure what it's made out of, but I used to chew it as a kid. Sort of like uh, got a tangy flavor, and I decided to turn it into a brew, and, well, that's where it came from, the purple stuff. Here, you want to try the root? Sure. I wouldn't mind if one of them's viable. We could try planting it, maybe growing some here, and then you could always pick up a little more on your route. Well, that's a good idea. And uh, try the root, and it kind of tastes like black licorice. It's actually quite pleasant. I mean, if you find black licorice pleasant. Well, it's not unpleasant. How about <laughs> that? <laughs> okay. But it's, yes, it's like, it's like, you know, that, that very strong taste of black licorice, like the pungent, powerful taste. It's very, it's very much like that. It's almost like root beer. Okay. An acquired taste. An acquired taste, yes. All right, fantastic. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various role-playing games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and other social media platforms. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember that putting a portable hole inside a bag of holding voids the warranty on both. <laughs> <laughs>